You're on uh, ABC Radio across the city of Newcastle. I'm James Valentine. It's a few years, must even be a few decades now, since a Professor Mohammed Yunus came up with the notion of a micro-loan, a, a mini-loan, the idea being that usually if you want to get money from the bank, you had to have money. Uh, you know, you, you, you had a business or you had collateral, you had something that that would back up your uh, your loan as such. Yes, the bank will give you a large amount of money if you've already got a large amount of money. It's it's one of those sort of like quite simple leaps to, but well, it's a massive leap, but it was quite a simple idea to say, actually, there's a lot of people who don't need a lot of money. They'd be, they could do a lot with a little. If they can get $50, $100, they can start a business and then they can pay it back then. The notion of microloans was born and the Grameen Bank has been a very uh, powerful force in this. In fact, Mohammed Yunus won the Nobel Prize in 2006. We have in Australia the Microloan Foundation. Brian Keane joins us to tell us about what they're up to and uh, they're also, you know, they're saying... You know, you look at the problems around the world, there's many that are dealing with the, the issues of COVID-19 and all the rest, problems resulting from climate change. They're all looking for... Would, uh, ..will be the answer. Brian Keane, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Lovely to be here and to, to your listeners. Yeah, it's a, it, it, is a, it is a simple idea. It's one of those ideas that as soon as you hear it, you go, ah, oh, right, if, of course. <laughs> it is. The simplest of ideas, actually, uh, when it comes to that, James, uh, it's quite mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, and so Microloan Foundation Australia is, is what? what? What kind of organisation is that? OK, well, we're, 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 we're a fully registered char- charity, uh, comply with all the requirements, etc., etc., and we run on a shoestring. So we're one of those organisations I founded. I had no intention to found a charity, but I couldn't find someone who could deliver what I wanted. And what we do is raise funds here... Um, to help women in Malawi, Zambia and Zimbabwe start their own business with a training program. Okay. And um, the training program, if you like, I can outline very quickly. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, th- these women um, are given the opportunity. They, um, one, of the, uh, org- one of the representatives of Microloan Foundation visit the chief in the area, get the pr- approval, have a small meeting, get the women in the village to come and learn about how they can start their own business and borrow maybe $50, $75, as you say, um, to, uh, to get up and running. And what happens is a small group of those are selected and they are then given the loan. Uh, they're also given training, they're given marketing training. It's much broader than most people get when they go into business in Australia, in right. fact. Uh, right. And they get tutored and mentored and they get up and running. Little market stalls and, you know, even one of them got two sons, bought them two bicycles and they run a taxi business with a seat on the back. You right. Know? <laughs> right, okay. So they're the kind of businesses we're talking about. Yeah, look, sometimes they're already operating and often they're just a concept. Someone uh, who's maybe a farmer, got a small block of land, produces enough just to survive on, uh, but they maybe can increase their stocks a little bit and maybe sell in the market and that's how they go. And they get a four-month loan period. They repay it in four months. And um, we've... Um, and astoundingly, we've got a 99% repayment rate. <laughs> People who need money appreciate it and repay it. It's right. extraordinary. Right. Why, yeah, why is that? Is, is there local pressure to repay? I mean, why, why don't more? You know, if you said it was 75%, I still think that was really good. Yeah, look, it's stunning. I think, look, we're talking about communities in really remote areas. Everybody knows each other, um, but they don't really know people outside the region. So I suppose these other habits are known of. 
but they're not, they haven't been infiltrated by the ways of the West, I suppose, although they're a Western country in Africa. Um, and uh, there's, a, there's a group arrangement. So they're all co-responsible. So they all support each other. So there is that element there that if someone, one of them is a little bit short of money or needs a bit of help or whatever, the others will jump in and help them to do that. Right. Um, and also they get, they get more loans. So some of our clients have had 10 loans. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So once you're a, yeah, it's a little like our own credit system. Once you're a recognised good customer, you can come back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we've got people that have been involved for ten years and now got businesses employing twenty, thirty people. Right. Extraordinary. Right. Mm. And I guess also, as you were saying, there's a sort of community selection to start with. So therefore, there's community commitment to not defaulting and to paying back. That, that's right. And the community thing is interesting because what it does is spreads this concept amongst people. So there's this spread of community and support and also of initiative uh, for going into business because these people have nothing else. But if they see um, examples of women who've done that and been successful and they improve their lifestyle and get their children going back to school and getting clothed, then it's them the motivation to do it. Yeah, yeah. And so the training then is in things, is in like what? Well, it's done in a fairly informal, open environment, generally speaking, and they run through, you know, what is business, they train them about bookkeeping, they train them, say, about marketing and sales scripts, they teach them how to sell, um, quite, quite elaborate, but it's all done, a lot of them don't speak English, um, all, of our, all of the staff over there are all local Indigenous people that have been trained, so there's no expatriates involved in this, and there's no Land Rovers and you know, that sort of thing. Right. They, the office is actually a mobile Suzuki 125cc motorcycle right. at the time. <laughs> um, and what they do, basically, is they teach people generally outside or maybe into a borrowed room, but it's done with singing because a lot of them can't read and write. So they sing, you know, uh, things like marketing is essential. You must do it properly if you're going to have a good business. And they sing that in their local language. So but someone's devised songs, tunes. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Over a period of um, it's about 19 years, the whole organisation's been running for now, mm. and uh, yeah, so it's, it's quite it's quite extraordinary. And uh, how did that come so, about? Did you just was there just a realisation this is the best way to communicate? I, I think so. Yeah, the guy that founded Microhome Foundation, he was from the UK, a successful businessman, and he came across the principle of Muhammad Yunus, as you described earlier. And um, he, he actually started off in Malawi, went out there, and it started off with one guy with a, with a bicycle. And it evolved. And I think having local contribution, mm. you know, it's not expatriates telling them how to do things, it's locals who've learned from their experience and can tell them in their environment. Mm. Rather than saying, this is what you should do, they can say, this is what we've done. Um, and go from there. So, uh, yeah. yeah, quite extraordinary. And, and they're, they're so... They're amazing, amazingly entrepreneurial. You wouldn't believe it. it. It sort of staggers me every month when I see the case studies come through of what these amazing women do. Mm. Um, it's quite, quite inspiring. Mm. Yeah. This is another point, isn't it? Then this was the same with the Grameen Bank and with what you're describing with Microloan Loan Foundation, is you largely lend to women. Absolutely, yeah. Unfortunately, the male gender <laughs> don't have the same vested interest in the family. It's as simple as that. The women will they'll look after their husbands. Often they employ them, ironically, but they'll make sure there's a few sheets of iron on the roof and that the kids get fed and that they get their school books so they can attend school and those sorts of things. Unfortunately, 
as I say, men, um, particularly in some of those, um, uh, some of those countries, are more inclined to sit under the tree or go and buy some beer or. Mm. Or, or, or whatever it might be, yeah. And, and, and that's then accepted when something like this is coming in and the women are starting business, that's accepted within the community, accepted by the men? It is, it is. And the amazing thing is I'm a great supporter of the United Nations um, goals, sustainable development goals, and one of those is that women should get education and, and have independence. And what it does is gives these women a voice and a confidence they've never had before because they're often subjected to quite harsh conditions and probably inappropriate, not what we consider appropriate social respect. Hmm. Um, this gives them that. It gives them a position. They actually become a pillar of community. Talking to Brian Keane, who's the founder and chairman of Microloan Foundation here in Australia, um, and they've got a campaign going on to, to get help, and we'll give you the details to get some financial help to help with the, the situations we're describing, so we'll give you the details for that in, in a moment or two. You operate in Malawi, Zimbabwe and... And Zambia. And Zambia. So what are mm. conditions like there? What's, what's COVID meant <laughs> in that part of the world? What's happening there now? Absolutely horrific, unfortunately. The medical sort of um, facilities are very limited. Um, the, uh, the political situations tend to be a little bit unstable and the populations have grown out of all proportion... Unfortunately, when I was in Malawi in 1966, the population was 5 million. It's now reported as being 19 million. Hmm. Um, and the stats are very similar-sized countries, Zambia and, Zim and Zimbabwe, and they're, they're suffering from that, but also just a lack of development, unfortunately, and, and leadership, which doesn't always, I suppose, comply with what might be the best community growth and commercial opportunities and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a great it's a great shame. So they're, they're actually wonderful people. Yeah, and if we were uh, talking about this before COVID, there, there would have been problems enough. COVID's just put another 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 level, another dimension. Well, it has because what it's done. Uh, people like Margaret, for example, one of the one of the women I was reading about, she sells tomatoes in the um, in the markets. She's not allowed to go there anymore at the moment. It's closed down. So that's her whole livelihood. That's her children. Her five children, one of whom is a um, is an orphan because, uh, unfortunately, AIDS is still having a, a negative impact in that part of the world. Um, so suddenly she's left now literally starving. Yeah. So these are the people we desperately want to help. And it, it doesn't take very much, just a few dollars, bearing in mind they live on $2 a day mm. when they're living well. Yeah. Um, Brian, much to help them. How, can, what, what do, how can people find, find you? What's the best way to help out? Okay, Microphone Foundation Australia. Um, .org.au or mlfa.org.au, you'll get it. You can always contact me directly. I'm very happy to take any calls if I can give the number, if you're happy yep. with that. 0417 211 366. That's 0417 211 366. I'm on the Gold Coast. I'll take a call any time, not a day. <laughs> um, we've, um, got a huge, we've got a huge task ahead of us and anything we can do to help, not just financially, but giving us a hand, passing the word, yep. you know, whatever it might be. Brian Keane is the founder and chairman of Microloan Foundation Australia. That's what we've been talking about. So look them up and uh, get in touch and you might be able to help. I mean, they're only looking for sort of small amounts. Of, they only give small amounts of money, so you can, you know, $50 is going to be a great help. So it's uh, Microloan Foundation Australia. Brian, thanks for talking to us. It's a pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you found it of information. Yep, and all the best with, uh, with your work. Microloan Foundation Australia.